What's up, everyone, and welcome to the Elevate Experience. The podcast about overcoming struggles and adversity and how that relates to addiction, recovery, and health. I am your host and the CEO of Elevate Addiction Services, Angie Manson. And I'm Dallas Terrell, co-host and life intervention counselor at Elevate. Thank you so much for joining us, and let's jump right in. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Today, we have a very special guest, Haley Matosian, and she is our yoga instructor up at the center. You hear us talk about CrossFit a lot. Uh, That's my passion. Uh, But also, we have an alternative for those that can't do CrossFit or want to mix it up with CrossFit, but it's a really amazing (laughs) option as well. And Haley is our yoga coach, and we are super excited to have her here today. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Um, I, I'm excited to be here and talk so, about yoga. yoga. Awesome. Yeah, so why don't we talk about how we, how we first met and how you became our yoga person? Because it's actually a pretty cool story. I thought it was a very cool story too. And I actually told it several times to people. Um, well, at the time I was working for CrossFit and I was working um, with the affiliate department and our job was to call affiliates um, and just check in on them, make sure things were going well. And especially it was just as the lockdowns were happening and um, it was a really important time to check in. And you were on my list, Angie, (laughs) and I called you, say hi. And then as we were talking, um, we had, I remember we talked for like 45 minutes yeah wow that's awesome great conversation i was super pumped um after talking with you you were so inspiring and um it was cool to hear that because you're essential your crossfit affiliate is considered essential because of where you're at you were able to stay open the whole time and then my little media radar perked and i was like I don't know how much detail you want me to go into, but I told Savon, you know, yeah, you should all of it. Okay. Because um, Savon was the media person at the time. And um, he, I said, hey, you really should, you know, look into this uh, rehab this ad- for addiction, alcohol and drug addiction. It sounds amazing. They have this CrossFit program, it's not shut down. And he said, yeah, let's do it since you were just, you know, sometimes I call Alabama, Arkansas, you know, affiliates from all over and mm-hmm. you were just our, my neighbor. Yeah. So literally right in your back. backyard. Yes. You're like, this so one's easy. Be- <laughs> we can <laughs> shoot so right over there tomorrow. So much yeah. And <laughs> didn't understand how we hadn't done that sooner, actually. So yeah. Savon was all about it. He went over there and filmed and then... Uh, about a month or so later, I got let go. Didn't make the cut for the new regime. And uh, their mistake, Haley, their uh, mistake. Huge mistake. Oh, thanks, Alice. <laughs> <laughs> um, but things work out, you know. And um, actually, my Savon's stepmom had said to me after we had gotten let go, um, she's like, why don't you go back to your old roots of like teaching? yoga meditation to like I, used, I did it in the prisons and juvenile halls way back in the day and I said oh yeah well, let me think about that and then I thought well I also taught it um, a drug and alcohol rehab for several years and then Angie popped in my head and I just I sent you a note 
um, I said, Hey, I was, I wanted to also tell you, I wasn't your contact person anymore. But you could call me anytime. Yeah. And then I just said, Hey, I was wondering if you guys were interested in doing yoga at your center. And sure enough, you already had had a program that had to be put on pause for because of COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we uh, weren't allowed to have contractors for a minute there, so we mm -hmm. couldn't bring yoga instructors in. And it was, yeah, it was a whole mess. Yeah. So it was very um, fortuitous timing. And this, it was just like, yeah, impeccable timing in terms of like when I got let go, when I thought of, you know, going back, dusting off my... <laughs> <laughs> Your um, yoga outfit. Yes. <laughs> well, you were a seamless yeah. and perfect fit. You fit right in with our group and our clients. Uh, you know, I think some people maybe aren't used to who who aren't from the drug and alcohol field. It's it can be a bit of a tougher transition dealing with the clients that we deal with because they have to be there. They don't always want to be there. It's not <laughs> like. Um, you know, completely voluntary a lot of time. I mean, it is, we're not locking them in there, but you're just dealing yeah. with a little bit of a different type personality than as if you had your own studio locally, but you and fit- People are paying to be there. Exactly. Yeah. But you right. fit in so great. We've had literally no complaints. The clients love you and you've done uh, an amazing job with them as well. Oh, well, thank you. It's almost been a year now. I think in November, it'll be a year. and. I just, I felt so at home from the first class. Um, everyone is so welcoming and and sweet and open. I mean, some of the people who I thought for sure I scared away in the first session, because, <laughs> you know, they're living in tight bodies and um, some of them haven't worked out at all. And mm -hmm. it's very confronting, you know, doing yoga or any physical activity, but especially yoga, because it's a little more slower paced. But um, people, yeah, who I thought would never come back. <laughs> it was a little too daunting, came back and not, not only came back, but would tell me I'm going to continue when I leave here. I'm going to continue my yoga practice. I hear that a lot. And that just, that's so rewarding. And that's amazing it's stuff like that that really yeah going well and that's what it's all about you know we're trying to establish healthy good habits that they can take with them exactly. on the outside and rebuild their bodies and brains and minds in the holistic way so exactly yeah and the whole thing is inspiring it's inspiring for me to see people who are struggling and are in a not such a great place that they're willing to make that change and yeah, it gives me chills talking about it. <laughs> yeah, I think that's kind of like the purpose or like the reason we all kind of do what we do is to see see the improvement or see, you know, see the client that, you know, came in four days sober and was as tight as a board and unhealthy and then leave happy and wanting to pursue yoga and just seeing it be like as helpful as it was for us to them, like being able to share that right. gift and let it land well, that's what keeps us coming back. I feel like it's like, man, if I can just help totally. one person stretch more and be at ease with how they feel, then that's a win for the year. Like I'll just, I just need one person, <laughs> you know? Exactly. Yeah. And, um, you guys are obviously doing something right too. Cause it seems like it's all just one continuous. We're all just 
kind of saying the same thing in different ways. Right. Exactly. It sticks. So it's good to get that reinforcement, whether they're in their doing their own meeting times and doing your program or going to yoga or CrossFit. Yeah. Yeah, It's all just reinforcing. Yeah. I'm so glad you said that too, because one of the biggest things that I've noticed since you started teaching yoga was that cohesiveness of, and the not, yeah, exactly. Not the division of like, like the yogis are over here and like the CrossFitters are over here and they're like, go to battle between the day, you know, and like, they're just polar opposites at a time. It, not like in a bad way. I'm being dramatic, but since you've come on the scene, it's been very cohesive where I've had people come into CrossFit for their first day and they're like a month into the program. And generally, I guess for the audience, like when people start CrossFit to elevate, they usually start right away. They're usually like, I'm going to try it. And then they do it their whole program. Rarely is it like, I'm going to do yoga for a month because then they end up just doing yoga because they like yoga so much. Rarely do they come over a month into yoga and do CrossFit. And they're like, oh, Haley sent us over here. Or like, we were talking about CrossFit with Haley. And like, she said we should check it out. And But not to forget to come to yoga classes too. So the the cohesion has been new but awesome because oh, they good. they both support each other and they both can support each other. Yeah. So I love seeing that. Yeah, it is really cool. And it reminds me of some of the students, especially one in particular, a big guy from Long Island who was into the bodybuilding scene, like love CrossFit. Yeah. He came in one day and he said, I'm going to challenge myself today. I'm not going to do CrossFit. I'm going to do yoga. And, you know, like made a joke that yoga was harder for him. Yeah. Than the yeah, CrossFit yeah. Because, um, yeah, so it, it's cool to see how they challenge themselves in different ways, depending on what they want for themselves that day, you know, yeah. sitting and breathing and stretching again, when you're super tight and living in a tight body, it's some, almost easier to do CrossFit because you're moving and you're, you're, you're not paying attention so much to like the little details of your body yeah. as, quite as much. So yeah, it can be very challenging. And the best too is when I send people away from CrossFit to Haley. I'm <laughs> after a couple of days, I'm like, all right, man, you're too tight to be here. You know, <laughs> like you need to go do some yoga and then come back. That's awesome. Yeah. And I see that a lot. Yeah. Just, um, I remember when I first started CrossFit, I saw, um, Sevan, we were together at the time and I thought he was crazy. I was in, into yoga only. And uh-huh. I thought, I thought he was nuts. And then I remember saying, you know, all these CrossFitters are going to, they're going to get into restorative yoga, you know, in 20 years, like that's what they'll be doing restorative yoga, but it's good to have, it's good to have both. And I enjoy both personally. So. Yeah. I mean, I'll say this, uh, about a month ago or two months ago, and I've always been pretty strict uh, CrossFit. I did do some ROMWAD, which is range of motion stretching oh, yeah. for for CrossFitters. Um, very similar. I mean, basically CrossFit yoga. Yeah, CrossFit they just yoga. Don't want to scare the the CrossFitters away. They're like, let's call this something else. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so I, I was doing that, but I tried hot yoga this last month, and oh, yeah. uh, and I really like the dichotomy of doing both because I think you know the more like you said, not so tight in your body, stretching, cardio, and then it segues so great into CrossFit where you have better range of motion and depth and all that kind of stuff. So 
I'm really starting to enjoy the balance of having both and seeing the benefits of doing both at the same time, as opposed to being all in on one or the other. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, because they do complement each other very well, I think. And hot yoga too. That's intense. Yeah. You got to so, keep that intensity. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm sure that's why I like it. I'm like, right. oh, okay, if we're going to do yoga, let's go extreme yoga. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. That's a funny thing to point out. It is, yeah. You got to have the intensity, Ange. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you know the, what's like the, and this is, I guess, for both of you, what's the point of the hot yoga? Like, just to make it intense? Or is there like an actual purpose to the heat? Like, does it loosen you up or something? Yeah, yeah. For me, what I experience is uh, profuse sweating, which is really good for you. Good for me, because I'm not a big sweater. And that helps you lose weight, but also it increases that range of motion because your body's so loose in that heat that you can get further stretches and more deeper bends and that sort of thing. Um, yeah, exactly. And um, just in with yoga, with all the practices, the idea is to build heat to release toxins. Yeah. And um, when you, so that's where the breath comes in too. You can really without heating up a room and you're really concentrated on your breathing and you develop some um, really deep breaths in a pose, you build this heat. And in that heat, they, you know, we talk about the purification. That's where the purification part of it happens is oh, through wow. that heat building and getting rid of like the, the yucky stuff. Yeah, <laughs> you know? Okay. So, so that's why it works so well with our clients because we're teaching them, we're reinforcing the breath and the breathing and the mindfulness that they're already doing every yeah. day. But then you're bringing it into the yoga practice where they're further doing that in detoxing their bodies. Yes. Yeah. And, um, and I, and I'll, I'll let them know too, while they're doing it, especially twists, twists are very detoxifying. Um, I try to remind them too to drink lots of water if we have a very twisty class because you're you're sending fresh it's kind of like with your spine if you imagine like a a wet rag and you're wringing out the rag and all the stuff comes out that's kind of what you're doing with your spine and these twists mm. and then you're getting into your internal organs like in your abdominal region and your kidneys and when you come out of the twist, fresh blood and oxygen rush to those areas to nourish and just help that detox detoxification process happen mm. and um, initiate it. So. so are there multiple twists? Like I know there's the supine, supine twist. I know about that one. Oh, you've got to come to my class. Oh, <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> um, yeah. So there's standing twists. There's twists and lunges. Mm. Um but yeah, lying on your back is, is a good one. And I do a lot of those pretty much every class, but you can do stuff like a twist and a lunge, um, or some of the poses, um, you twist the body in a certain way when you're standing. Mm -hmm. um, so like, I don't know if you know, triangle pose, mm -hmm. there's triangle. And then there's the revolve triangle where you're twisting your body. And it feels like you're playing Twister, but, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it can be intense. So wow, and, and I've never heard that that it uh, helps with the detoxification. It's like you know, push your body into that mode. That's amazing. Yeah, exactly. And the mindfulness, as you say too, you 
I would feel remiss as a yoga teacher if I didn't incorporate that. We usually start yeah. with some mindful, conscious breathing just to get them in their bodies too. You know, and I, and sometimes I feel like I'm very sensitive to the fact too that they get a lot of that all day. And like, I want them to feel like they are taking a bit of a break. Yeah. But there's also a freedom and letting go too. And mindfulness and, and the breath helps with letting go. So there's that element. I don't, I try not to shove it down their throats or because I want them to feel like, okay, I just want to exercise. Yeah. But unfortunately, yoga is not just exercise. So um, it can bring up a lot of stuff. And I've had a few clients cry in class, mm. um, but a releasing cry and a healthy you know, cry, a good cry. A good cry. Yeah. Now, that's so awesome. I'm glad you said that too, because that is interesting that they do. They do get a lot of mindfulness and breathing and then the clients get it from the other clients. They're like, oh, I'm upset. And they're like, dude, just be mindful. And it becomes this like, almost like uh, this like buzzword that starts to almost mean nothing because everyone's always Not talking everyone, about it. Yeah. But like you said, you can't really avoid it. And I kind of do the same thing in CrossFit. I'm like, hey, take a couple deep breaths in this pose or in that. and strengthen your core and i can just see their faces just be like oh my god again with the mindfulness <laughs> with the breathing it's like Dude, yeah we're human beings that's what we do we breathe like you're gonna breathe, hear that yeah. a lot i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> well and what they don't realize is that's what's gonna when they go out in the world after 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 being in our program that breath will save them from relapse. That breath will help them heal, continue to heal their bodies and feel good and get through bad situations. Like once they learn the purpose of the breath, it, um, it could save them. It could save a life someday. It will. It will. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. And like, and that's the reinforcement piece of it too, is just if I'm saying it and you're saying it and then the staff are saying it, Maybe Eventually. it's true. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, there's a reason why we say take a deep breath, you know, yeah. and now we're just saying, why do we say that? And what, what can that really do? It's so simple, and, but yet so profound yeah. and not always easy. So true. It's so easy. It's hard. Yeah. It's, it's so easy. It's hard. <laughs> So I guess my question for you, Haley, is like, how did you get into yoga and mindfulness and meditation? Did they kind of come together? Were you into one before the other? Like, what did that look like for you? They did come together. Um, well, my very first yoga class I took when I was a freshman in college, a teacher was there doing yoga in our dorm. And I remember we were in a circle and we we're doing these cool poses and um, then we did what's called Shavasana in Sanskrit, yeah. it means corpse pose. So it's the final resting pose usually of a practice. And I just felt like I was transported into another dimension. She rang this little bell to wake us up. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what was that? I, I thought it was, I thought it was amazing. And what stuck out for me was, wow, I can get to that place without an external substance. There's something inside of me and us that we can tap into with just getting a little bit of, you know, quiet time and, and feeling our bodies, feeling our breath and 
and it, I just thought that that was so amazing that I can have that and maybe access that at any time if I wanted to. But after that class, a few years go by and lots of, you know, keg parties and, and <laughs> dabbling in drugs and things like that. Um, and I kind of forgotten, I had forgotten about yoga. And then I, I felt like I, then I just started taking a yoga class. I think a friend of mine was doing it and I thought, um, you know, I, I want to try that again. And all the teachers I had really emphasized the mindfulness. It wasn't just about, you know, physical, the physical aspect. Yeah. And I started noticing that um, I was getting into my body more and I started noticing where I was holding tension just in my everyday and that I was walking kind of slumped over. I started just paying attention more to my body and I started to feel like I was becoming more awake and not so in my head because I, ever since I was a little girl, I just felt like I was very heady, just mm -hmm. trapped in my head. You know, sometimes people would be like, Hello. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and this gave me an opportunity to learn how to get out of that and just start seeing my thoughts. So that was a big one for me. Like, wow, oh, you can yeah. watch your thoughts. So um, eventually I just started taking more classes. I just started feeling more and more power in myself and less reliant on other external things. Um, and I really appreciated that benefit um and then before i knew it i was um taking my yoga teacher trainings just to first deepen my own practice i didn't necessarily want to teach and then i thought oh my gosh i wish i had yoga when i was a little girl mm -hmm. so i started teaching kids uh, the yoga studio i took classes at they let me do a, a kids yoga class there and and then from there i um I found a few years later, I found a nonprofit called Niroga and they teach yoga to people who wouldn't normally have access to yoga class because um, money or situation, whatever. So juvenile hall, inner yeah. city schools, like in Oakland and Richmond. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Um, we would go to their schools and offer yoga there. And it was just the, my boss, his name is BK. He was just such an inspiring man to work for. And he taught me so much just about the healing aspects of yoga too, and how to impart that to people who would normally be like, no, thanks. You know, I don't do yoga. Yoga is for white girls, you know, <laughs> who have money kind of thing. And right. <laughs> that's how it felt when I first came there. Like, <laughs> Who are you? But well, and you weren't in like the easiest areas. I mean, Oakland, Richmond, that's not like, you know, uh, th those can be tough, tough. They have, there's some tough neighborhoods over there. Very tough. Yeah. But, but then again, it's like that when you hear these kids like tell you, I almost got in a fight with my friend, but I told myself to take a deep breath. Instead, you're like, whoa, you were paying attention. You know, yeah. sometimes you don't even think that they're anything's really clicking. And my boss always said, you know, we're planting seeds here. Mm -hmm. we're, we're just planting seeds and you might not see the fruit right away. So yeah. just, we can't focus on that right now. Um, Cause in class, you know, it didn't always seem like they're paying it. 
tension That's all the time. Yeah. But most of the time it would be really cool. It'd be pretty rowdy by the end. It would be this quiet, very peaceful environment that you wouldn't expect in a classroom in Oakland. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was cool. Wow. That is awesome. Yeah, I love the planting seeds part because we see that every day too. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, whether it be CrossFit or in the classroom or in counseling sessions, I don't know how many times people have walked out of my office and I'm like, yeah, well, I did nothing for them, you know? And then like three weeks later, they're like, oh my God, I can't, I did that one thing you said or I tried that one thing or I read that book or whatever it may be. So it's just funny, like, we're just we're just trying to give you something and if you if you use it, you use it, you know, and you don't always see the fruits. Absolutely. But when you do, it doesn't really get better than that. <laughs> no, it doesn't. And um again, it's very inspiring because we all have our stuff and I feel like if people who are really, really in a low place can do it, you know, anyone can do it. And those are the people who will go on to just keep, you know, and share and make the world better. Yeah. yeah 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 there's definitely something to say about uh the people that just want to share what's helped them mm -hmm. you know it kind of just has this i don't know how to explain it but you know people that are in the the business of just trying to give you something you know mm -hmm. to help you there's something to say about it and i don't know what it is to say about <laughs> it but it's beautiful you know it's almost like an obligation too right almost like you can't you can't get away from it like it's, no you're obligated now like yeah you, you signed go. up for it it's this yeah. is who we are now yeah yeah I, well and i could never imagine not being this person once you're that right. person like how do you turn your back on that yeah. yeah exactly and i mean obligation in the most positive way not right like yeah obligation to the universe like, like a purpose yes. yeah a cosmic obligation yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and then for those of us that truly love it and it's a passion, it's not even work. It's 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 an obligation in a good way. It's like, why would I do anything else? This is what I help others. It makes me feel good. You know, it's just a very reciprocal kind of amazingness that I could never imagine going back to just uh, not being that person. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess I have a question for you, Haley. How do you scale yoga? What does that look like? Like, well, is it easy to scale like CrossFit or is it a little more difficult? Yeah. Well, and just like CrossFit, it is infinitely scalable. Um, the challenge is, is, is when, once we start class, I feel like there's a flow to it. Right. So, um, it is a little tricky to make sure because everyone is in a mix. It's a mixed level class. Everyone has different flexibility and range of motion, but once I, once I see someone who's struggling, I can usually just go over there and give them, give them an, a lighter option. So well, let me, let me try to think. So sometimes we do, we do twists on our back, but before going into the twist, you know, we're lying down, this is kind of, and it takes a bit of a core stability and strength to do this twist. You have to, your <laughs> knees are lifted and you're, twisting your legs from side to side with your breath, but not touching your knees to the floor. So you okay. have to keep them like hovering and then you lift your knees up and go over to the other side. So someone with a back issue or someone with a weaker core, I would say, do this with your feet down to start 
and just get the motion of twisting back and forth with your breath. We'll start there. Just there's so much benefit to linking movement to your breathing. And, you know, we'll work up to that core piece. So it's, it is a challenge only in the sense that, um, I want to, I want to make it accessible to everyone, whether you can, you know, do yoga for hours and, or it's your first yoga class ever and you're super tight. Um, but there's been, you can get benefits out of just doing, you know, less than the person who wants a workout, you know? Yeah. I struggle with balance. So anytime there's a standing on one leg and legs out, I, I just, I have to, I can't, (laughs) I'm so bad at it. Like all these years, I just cannot get my balance down whatsoever. Yeah. Balance is tricky. So I do let, I do tell people if they need to find support, they can go to a wall and first, and then just slowly start taking their hand away from the wall, Mm -hmm. but have that security there to start. Because again, like it can be very frustrating, but sometimes, you know, and I will remind them, you know, this is balance. We don't always feel balanced in life and sometimes things feel wobbly and that's okay. It's our approach to it. Are we, are we going to laugh? Are we going to cry? Are we going to get frustrated? And sometimes that changes. Some days we laugh at it. Some days we get mad, you know, and I, I encourage them to watch their inner dialogue while they're losing their balance. And usually it ends up, you know, if we're in a pose like tree pose, I don't know if you know that one, but you stand on one leg basically. And, um, one guy was hopping around and I'm like, Oh, we have a dance. <laughs> a dancing tree over here and everyone starts (laughs) laughing and we just we just try to make those situations as light as possible but without losing also the focus too so i've so yeah the balancing there's always way to scale balancing um you know some people have to start with their toes touching the floor yeah work their foot up you know and then they put their foot back down when they start to feel shaky and yeah so it almost sounds like uh, and, and, and in a most positive way, like group therapy on top of learning your mindfulness, on top of moving your body, on top of all the amazing benefits, you're also coaching them mentally through, through stuff and equating it to life. And again, uh, you know, creating tools that they can take with them, planting those seeds for when they're out there and, and maintaining their sobriety. Yeah, exactly. And that's, you know, very similar to CrossFit too, because our demons come out in CrossFit, like, oh yeah, you can't go anymore and uh, you want to quit and you have to muster up that fortitude, that mental fortitude to just go on and also check in with yourself. Like, you know, you don't want to injure yourself either. So it's walking that edge yeah. of not pushing into injury, but not being you know, not giving up on yourself either thinking you can't do something. I love that that shows up in yoga. Cause I'll be honest, I don't have a lot of experience in yoga. My only experience doing yoga is actually in treatment myself. And the first class there was headstands and I did one and I was like, this is awesome. And then we did the Shavasana and I fell asleep nice. and then woke up and was like, where the hell am I? And I, re- I was like sad. Cause I realized I was like in rehab doing yoga. I was like, dang it. Um, but it's, I, I love hearing that there's like, you know, and I don't know if this is you specifically or in most yoga classes, but kind of like you said, the, 
the group therapy piece or the piece of just relating it to life and the breath and you know how are we going to identify with our thoughts or not identify with them like i love the 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 real time examples happening and i'm assuming that it's it's a lot of that's coming from you which is great mm-hmm. but just trying not to identify with thought why we learn something new and can we all just like not judge each other while we're in here yes all of that just translates into their next day and and into life and for me some of those are some of the most like fundamental skills I have in staying sober and getting through life is like not judging myself or my thoughts and just trying to be present. And if I can do that, every day is a good day. Yeah. Well, and that's good to hear you say that because that shows that we're all on the right path too. And in these, and working with, with people, you know, who are struggling or whatever. So it's nice to hear you say that yeah yeah we're getting it from all from all angles from all angles perfect i know they're screwed (laughs) they're gonna get some help (laughs) yeah (laughs) well what what i love too and again like you talked about with crossfit and and what we we preach and we teach is just being okay with whatever comes up like because as an addict or alcoholic the inclination is if something uncomfortable comes up let's go medicate that let's go shut that down let's not experience that feeling or emotion and I like how you're reinforcing in in there as well. Like, hey, if you need to cry, cry. If if you're upset, mm-hmm. that's okay. If and just to learn how to work through that without needing to take a substance in order to get through it in a safe environment, so that they realize, oh, well, the world didn't end because I cried today. Okay, well, maybe that's not awful to have that emotion every now and again. And just teaching them how to have healthy emotions and feelings in their bodies and all that without the need to. Uh, cover it up or medicate it yeah and not being afraid of of what comes up yeah and I'll tell them too like this isn't about suppressing or shoving things away you know it's more about seeing where you're at right now and then being open to the possibility of change because emotions feel so fixed and Mm -hmm. like you come in I'm having a bad day this is my bad day yeah that's what it looks like (laughs) yeah and accept you can accept that it's having you're having a bad day. You can't really get much further until you accept it. But um, I try to set the the tone for their practice before we get moving, and we do that with the breath and watch and just seeing where they are in the moment. And um, so I always encourage them to just be open to the possibility of change, like that you might not feel so great right now, but maybe when you're done with class, uh, you'll feel you'll feel differently. Yeah, no, that's so that's awesome. And and do you see that? Because I know I always see that, and I always talk about that with CrossFit. It's like I could go in and not want to be there, and not once have I ever regretted actually going to class never. after I'm done. Do you see that in yoga as well? Yeah, you're never like, shit, I wish I didn't do that workout. Yeah, no. never. Never yeah. happened. I, I do see that, and I'll see people. Um, are you asking for myself personally or, or in or uh, yoga, the, what you're witnessing the with the, yeah, yeah what I witness? Oh gosh. Yeah. Um, most of the time I'll see someone who they're just, their face gets a little bit lighter and brighter. And even if they're not totally aware of it, I, I feel like I could see it. Um, but I do hear, Oh my gosh, I feel so much better. Um, thank you so much. And I always end class with them telling themselves to take a moment and just thank themselves for doing the work because Mm. it's not easy. Um, 
And that acknowledgement, I think, is huge. So, yeah, yeah. I definitely see it. Um, it's really it's really cool. And and I think you're right. Like as addicts and alcoholics, we're so used to shaming and blaming. There's very little validation or acknowledgement to ourselves for right. having done the work or a good job. So that's an amazing practice, again, that you're instilling in them with positive reinforcement. Yeah. And going and like, yeah, what Dallas was saying too, just the judging, how mm -hmm. we judge ourselves so much. And we're good um, at that. Yeah, we all are. And then we, and I see it, you know, like if, if a client who hasn't had much physical activity and they just got, got there and here they are now having to stretch, I can see it like get frustrating for them. Or yeah. you think like you look, you think back about, oh, I used to be able to do this and now I can't. Mm. Um, and that's one thing that yoga has taught me is that that's past. And it's okay to acknowledge it, but don't let it rule your, your present moment. You know, don't let what you used to do overshadow just being where you are right now. Um, you know, it's, we get caught up in past and future and then we spend so little time in the now we miss out on our life because yeah. we're so worried about what's coming up next or what we did before. Yeah, so that's another key element about mindfulness and yoga is just the present moment and that's so awesome so i'm gonna say something and, and if we have to cut it out we have to cut it out <laughs> uh -oh. but it's it's real i think it's it's super awesome so the thing that's coming up for me right now is like how therapeutic crossfit and yoga is at, at least you know in, in this in our specific case of like Haley running crossfit us running, uh, or I'm backwards, Haley running yoga, us running CrossFit, and these type of themes like coming up constantly with Haley, with CrossFit, and it bums me out that the insurance companies mm. that pay for people to get rehab mm -hmm. don't support these types of methods. Like they don't want to pay treatment centers for providing these services. Uh -huh. So it's like as a system, it's so broken. Like. I've been in groups where a counselor or a therapist will try to explain these takeaways, mm -hmm. non-judgment, how to breathe, how to uh, be okay with who you are. And CrossFit and yoga are like practical arenas to learn these concepts. Yeah. Like they're not concepts to just like um, understand in theory. Like you have to like learn them and live them. So the idea that there's this rehab that is teaching you these things throughout the day and then reinforcing them with CrossFit and yoga in real time in practice. And then there's a, a company that's like, nah, that's not therapy. That's not helpful. Like, we're not going to pay you for those things oh, is insane God. to me. Right. But we will pay for you to give them a, a pill. Right. Or, or a UA or a drug test. Or 10 of them to, you know, handle whatever is <laughs> going on. It's so backwards and broken, like you said. Yeah. Uh, I didn't, that's... That's infuriating. You cannot in intellectualize this. It is experiential. You mm -hmm. have to feel it for yourself. You, who's going to listen to someone who's just telling them this is what it's about? You know, you can't know that. And then, and, and the same, like even just all the stuff that if I don't, if I go a few days without exercising or doing yoga and then something bad happens and I try to tell myself like, oh, just, you know, feel this way. 
it doesn't even work when I tell myself, like I have to go and sit and breathe and like maybe do some movement and see that there is another, there is, um, I can go to another side of it, like get out of, out of the slump. But if I sit there and just tell myself like, yes, intellectually, I know, but I would never know in my core, in my being, in my every cell, the benefits of yoga and CrossFit if I didn't do it. Right. And, and the therapeutic benefits of it, it's just, it's so infuriating. I don't know when it's going to change. I thought it was slowly changing, but now you hear you say that. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Haley. <laughs> I mean, we definitely have our work cut out for us. I like to think, you know, hopefully the more people we can help, the more we can try to change the system from within in some, in some yeah. way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just, it, I don't know why that came up, but it just. And I, like, I feel like people want the easy way out and that is the easy way out. Well, there's mm -hmm. lots of money involved, of course, too, but just like, it takes work. It, yeah. you know, it's like we said, it it's not yeah. easy to go and, but that's the, that's where the growth is. You know, when things are hard, that's where we grow. And it's like, do you want to go through your life just being a zombie and not grow and learn? Right. And just be It'd medicated. Be easier. It would be easier. <laughs> Yeah. Easier. But then in the end too, it's like you're it's like the same thing if you think, oh, I, I'm gonna take this drink to make myself feel better, but you're you're stressed out. So you're gonna take something that will make you feel better in the moment, but will cause you stress later on and over time because now you have to go deal with chemo because you have cancer because you drink too much or or whatever. So now what's stressful? So like these drugs that these synthetic drugs that aren't getting to the root of the problem that do have side effects, it's like yoga and CrossFit do not have side effects. Sure. You can get injured or whatever, but we won't go into that, but yeah, it's just, it's a lot easier to just take a pill Oh or, yeah. Or even for the doctors. Like you hear people say like, um, what do they say? I'm not going to ask you to change your lifestyle or do anything different. Just take the supplement and you'll feel better. And people are like, yes, I can still do this. And then if I take the supplement, I'm going to. Yeah, that's a great sales pitch. You don't have to do shit. I'll just fix it. Yeah. Yeah. So who, yeah. Dude, right are on. Are you going to go yeah. to that person or the person who's like, I'm sorry, but for, you know, an hour a day, you're going to have to do yoga and breathing. <laughs> but if you can make it fun and accessible, it doesn't seem like work. It seems like, and then, then you feel so good. That's a, that's an addiction right there is just feeling good about yourself. It's a healthy addiction. It is. Oh. And then, like you said, when you're not doing it, you, your mental health starts to fizzle and you're like, Oh my God, yeah. I need to get back in the gym because I can feel I'm starting to get a little unbalanced. And, and again, yeah. the solution isn't let me quickly take a pill because I'm feeling unease. It's let me get back in the gym and uh, I'm stabilized. I feel better. I'm productive again. And, and all those levels even out. Yeah, mm, yeah. exactly. I have to wrap up. I know. I'm upset. But I we definitely, too. we definitely need to do a part two or a follow up. Agreed, because there's a lot more questions okay. I, I would love for us to get into and, and talk about that. for sure. I would love that. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, this has been awesome, Haley. Thank you so much for coming and uh, yeah, talking well, talking about all the good stuff that you know you know is true and and that what you're 
delivering at Elevate. We're we're super grateful to have you, and we're very appreciative of the work that you do. Absolutely. Thank you. I am so grateful. It's so cool that we're here doing this almost a year later after, you know, contacting you, Angie, and giving me this opportunity. And I really, really appreciate it. It's been, it's just been such a wonderful experience. And um, I'm excited to go teach tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. And I'm excited for many, many more years of us working. All right, guys, that's our show for today. We hope you found some value from listening. And if you did, please share with someone you know or love. You can find us on social media. We are at Elevate Addiction Services. And if you or a loved one are struggling with addiction, please call our toll-free confidential 24-hour helpline at 833-33-SOBER or visit our website at elevaterehab.org.